You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Vibes are a little different for this one. I don't know. Is it the air? It's the, the air. dry desert heat. It's that dry. Day, day one in Vegas. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. It's that's optimism. Spirits are high. There's are optimism high. in the air. Yes, it's so it's true. 15 minutes in the first game, it's over. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Actually true. Don't spoil all the fun. <laughs> what is up, everybody? And welcome in to Las Vegas for the <laughs> DMVR Nuggets podcast. Manufactured energy. Uh we are live here at the All City Content House at an undisclosed location somewhere off the Strip in Las Vegas, Nevada, and we got a very special guest with us. Real quick, though, I'm going to introduce the panel over here. I've got the man with the wind in his hair, Harrison Wind. Day one in Vegas, going well. Not too sunburnt yet, but a little sunburnt, I think, already. You guys, uh, you guys don't know this little behind the scenes. Harrison Wynn put on, an, I would call it a dunk exhibition. Is that what you call Jamal Murray's thing? <laughs> yeah. I, I admit it. I, I was a little strong on calling Jamal Murray's uh, dunk <laughs> exhibition, but uh, I tried to put one on out there. He did try to put one on. It wasn't that great. Yeah. Over, over here, live from Deep Top Gun, him. straight off of his F-20 or F-19. I don't even know what it call is. Call sign. Lasted longer than Mares and Pig today on the, on the court. <laughs> Unofficial game of Pig. Uh, and then it a happened. special guest man joining us here from the Denver Nuggets, Assistant General Manager, Tommy Bracelets, a.k.a. Tommy yes. Balchettis. Right a returning guest. Right yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. From the last time we were here, man. So it's great. Tommy Bracelets, man. We actually, every time we refer to you, just so you know now, every time we, it's Tommy Bracelets. Never Tommy it. Balchettis. Yeah, that's my hip-hop name, man. From, from, from this moment on. This, this is like, this is how the sausage is made, man. This, this is, is great. You know, yeah. being here, yeah. It's, the air horn and everything, man. That's right. Yeah. You, just, you thought it was a real hair, air horn? No, no, I, I never did. But okay. I, is, is the same person every time that does the air horn or no? He brings it, man. Is it always Brent? It's honestly <laughs> line number one on his job description. That's the air, the air horn. It's also the only line, I'm pretty it's sure. Oh, I love it. Um, it is funny seeing how the sausage is, is made here at dnvr and all city because it's simultaneously in my opinion impressive and like almost ghetto you know sometimes you look <laughs> at it and you're just kind of like wow it seems like it would be crazier than this no no it's it's no it's fantastic you guys are just hanging out and talking hoops that's our the best job in the world somehow we got paid for oh this. hey yeah. you guys just signed bruce brown Wow. What is it? Is this true? No, like the team announced. I can oh, say that. Oh, the team announced. The team announced. Now. That makes this there, podcast that's you guys. different. There Breaking you news. You guys signed Bruce Brown. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Congrats on that. Oh, thank you. There we yeah. go. You know, everybody behind the scenes do it. Yeah, so. One of my main jobs here is not whenever we have a guest on that's from the team is to not get them a fine. So I almost feel like we, we might not talk about that. Just no, to be serious. It's official. It's an official, official, official 
official. It's an actual it's email tweeted, from Nick O'Hare, It's right? emailed. The press release is done. If Nick O'Hare emailed yeah. it, that means it's fine. Let's talk yeah. Bruce Brown. Let's, Let's talk Bruce Brown. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited, man. So the Nuggets here, Summer League begins. It might have already – what time is the first game? It's sometime right around now. Real, Really, they did the weird thing this year where their games start a day I think early. it's in an hour. I think it's like at 7 p.m. Okay, 7 yeah, p.m. Yeah, yeah. We got that marquee game. Paolo Bancaro is, is, is going to be playing. It should be pretty exciting. Can't wait to watch that one. Um, and then the Nuggets are in action tomorrow, Friday, Sunday. We're going to be covering all those games. Um, but we got Tommy here, and I want to – no, you know, this was a big, big offseason for the Denver Nuggets. A lot of things have happened. Yep. Um, there's a new regime in town, but I want to start right here. And, and I just broke this. Unfortunately, I already said this. I should have saved it live for the show because Tommy's You're real reaction. I know. I am ruining it. I don't know if you know this, but I think you are the most tenured person at Ball Arena on the Denver Nuggets side. Can you think of anybody that has been there longer than you? That's crazy. Oh, Ben Tenzer. We're, uh, ben Tenzer. We, bo- we, both, we both came in at the same time. So you're co-most tenured Co-most tenured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just me and Ben. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? It, it is actually, well, actually, you know what? Hey, Herb Livesey, our, uh, our yeah. scout, mm, was right. based in, in – right. Yeah, so he was there actually even before us. Uh, so, yeah, so co co but he's longest. out and about, right? He's, he's out and about. Like, yeah. if, if you say like, based in Denver, then yeah, that's kind of okay. cool. I think, well, I think it is cool. And actually, what made me think of it the other day, Tommy, to be, believe it or not, is as I'm walking in Ball Arena for one of these practices and stuff, you're just kind of taking survey of different guys and you kind of see like, you know, there's different roles almost people take on. You know, when you're the, the G- GM or the president of basketball operations, it's almost like part of the job description is talking to everyone and kind of just, sure. you know, making sure that you, you, you know, everything that's going on and I'm watching and I'm almost seeing you are now that guy, you know, yeah. you're around <laughs> doing all this. And I was kind of thinking, um, I remember Tommy when he was, uh, analytic, what was your first title? Do you remember? Manager of analytics. Manager yeah. of analytics. Then wow. you got promoted to like director of analytics. Yeah. yeah. We always kind of took titles very liberally. I'll say that. <laughs> just like, all right, just, you know, yeah. One, one step higher director, whatever. Yeah. That was VP of strategy at some point. Not that it matters, strategy. you know. Not that it matters. Yeah, but like I mean, working was, for a tech company. I know, I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was a CFO of you know Den- yeah. Denver Nuggets Analytics at some point. I'm sure. Yeah. No, but I mean, honestly, you know, sincerely, I know you didn't even realize that, but it is one of those things. Like this era, we talk about eras. I think the era is the Jokic era. The players are the most important people in an organization, in my sure, opinion. Sure, it's the Jokic era, but. Really, it started a little bit before that, the foundation of before even Jokic arrived, and you've been here for all of it. Um, is it kind of wild, and what does it mean to you now sitting back and being like, yeah, actually, I have – not everybody that's on board right now was there at the very start. You were there when the seed was planted. Sure, sure. Uh, no, I mean, you know, when I started, I mean, I, I honestly didn't really know what to expect, right? It was my first job for an NBA team. I mean, I was, I was working for the NBA, um, you yeah. know, the league office before that, but I mean, you know, just joining a team – it was very different, you know. The, the the I guess the environment was a lot more. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, it, it's not as corporate, I guess. Right. Right. Um, so yeah. So for me, I mean, when I, when we first when I first joined, um, we had a very small front office, um, and you know we had a pretty solid year. I remember, I think it was like thirty six wins, thirty seven. Not great, but I mean, you know, yeah. I think it was, I think it was okay. Um, and then the next year we kind of cratered a little bit, and I'm like, I guess that's just how things are. You right. Know? Um, we were kind of hit with, you know, not the best couple of years to begin with. I mean, um, but hey, you know, at that point, I remember we, you know, we drafted Nicola. Uh, we kind of, you know, kept him overseas. Um, when he came, it kind of started feeling just a little different. We kind of, you know, we turned the page right, from right. the guys who were there before, all good players, but it seems like we kind of turned the page and, you know, started, uh, you know, embracing this youth movement. It was, uh, you know, Emmanuel was here, Moutier, uh, you know, Gary and, and, and Nicola. 
Um, and you know, it was it was here that we actually finally saw who Nicole Jokic right. was, right, in right. Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was you know we kind of started you know has started kind of spinning a little bit like wow this gets pretty good you know we'll see what happens. Was, was it going into that summer league? I can't remember. Was he for sure coming over that year, or was there some like hey let's see how it goes? Uh, I think at that point he was coming over. Okay. Yeah, because I think because I don't believe that he played summer league and then went back. I don't think that's what that's what happened. I think we just brought him back. He well, played summer league yeah. and then he played for us. I right, think that's right. what happened. Well, he was MVP of the Adriatic League, so yeah. he had a great year yeah, before yeah. the summer league exactly exactly and you know that's when we kind of started like okay this kid you know seems like a pretty solid starter at right. least at <laughs> yeah, some point yeah. you know or at least a great backup yeah. um, hey in the second round uh, at, at sure. that point oh that's sure. a home run fantastic yeah. i mean to get a you know a, a fantastic backup center you know we had use of nurkic at that point right so you know how we're going to kind of you know uh, you know work that around um and then yeah and then at some point i remember december 15th don't exactly remember the year. Was it 2016? 2016. 2016. December 15th. I love that. Are talking about Yokemus? It's the most defining date of oh the Yokemus era. Th- we, play, we played Portland. I of think course. We beat them by, <laughs> by a lot. I remember yes. that. And I remember Nicola doing what he did. And I think ever since then, he never not started. I think yeah. that was mm-hmm. literally the, yep. the, that was the, very, the turning point. You know, the turning point. And it seems like you know, it was a turning point for all of our careers as well. Um, right. And yeah, right. I guess you know, seeing a little bit of a, you know, a different team before that, and then you know, a very definitive moment in the December fifteenth, and after that, it was very, very different. And it seems like even where we are right now, that December fifteenth date still kind of resonates a lot right. because we still remember that 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 was our guy from that moment on. Um, so yeah, you know, we we saw a little bit of ups and downs, but it's amazing to be where we are right now. One of the things for me, because I started in media in 2014, so I kind of follow, you know, I don't know if it's Jokic or if it's me, you know, that deserves yeah. all the success of the I Nuggets. It could sure. be a little bit of both. It could be either of us. You were, you were on yeah. him early. You were on him early. <laughs> I'm just joking here. But but, but you were. You know, was? Hey, to be fair, you know, Adam was on him early. So that was, that was cool. I was on wow, him early. Clip that, Kale. Yeah, yeah. Save that. Send that <laughs> to my Thanks mother. Yeah. Text my mother that one. Um, so, but the thing is, is like when I started, I feel like I knew a lot. Then all of a sudden, I felt like I knew nothing, right? Because you get into it and you're like, sure. oh, wow, everything I thought I knew, I don't know anything. And then every year you go, you feel like you learn more and more and more. And now, if I look back at myself, and if, if 2022 Adam talked to 2014 Adam, I'd be like, wow, what a dumbass. Do you feel <laughs> like, to what degree do you feel that? When you think back to where you started in oh, 2011, yeah. 12, are you like, this, oh my God, this is so different? 100%. I mean, yeah, you're coming in. I mean, you know, I remember like my first scouting report. I mean, a player that was like a four or five year player in college. And I wrote, like, you know, the best possible, you know, scouting report. Like, this kid's amazing. And I'm like, I realized, like, you know, that kid played, you know, five years in college. Right, he right, never right. played in the league. And I'm like, I don't know why I wrote a scouting report like that. It <laughs> makes no sense, you know. Yeah. Literally, I mean, I see some of the reports that I, you know, that I wrote, like, back in the day. And, you know, I can kind of tell, like, hey, I, you know, I knew some stuff. But it was, like, it's day and night to kind of, like, where we are right now. Because we do learn, you know. And part of that comes from experience, kind of seeing what actually works in the league. When I first came in, I had no experience. I didn't know what actually, uh, you know, what worked, what didn't work in the league. And now, having been in the league for this is year ten, which is crazy to say, um, you know, I have a bit of a baggage now of nine years seeing, you know, who failed and who succeeded. So it's nice to actually build that, you know, that experience right. for myself. Is that humility important? Like, do you sort of bake it into like your approach, sort of recognizing that? You never have this down. Oh, 100%. I mean, especially in basketball. I mean, nobody will ever have it down. Right. I mean, you know, the brightest minds in basketball get things wrong all the time. Right. Yeah. Um, that's that's something you just kind of have to live with. I mean, you know, some people ask me sometimes, like, what's the most difficult part about this job is the fact that, well, you know, not a whole lot of things are in our control. You know, we can we hope that we put together a team that people will enjoy and that, you know, hopefully will win. But there's so many things that are completely out of our control. How are they going to work together? 
you know, there's all these chemistry issues that we can't foresee in the beginning, you know, there are injury issues that we can't foresee. So we just don't control a lot of things. Um, so I think humility and kind of understanding that none of this is given is, is extremely important in this job. And, and we, we cannot take it for granted. This was a, a, a unique offseason. You know, obviously Tim Conley leaves. He, he goes to Minnesota. I first heard about it, you know, quite a while ago. I know I'm guessing you guys kind of, you kind of heard about it a, a while before it kind of got out. What was it like going through that process? Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? And this or that. And, and just kind of, you know, as, as the transition, as, as things kind of changed, how, what was that like behind the scenes in terms of going into an offseason, an important offseason by your guys' own admission? Sure. Um, it was it was kind of weird. It was weird. I mean, yeah. you know, Tim's voices, you know, it's just, you know, it, it weighs so much in kind of like all we did. I mean, it was it was literally, I mean, we all kind of took our cues from Tim. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Tim wasn't in Chicago because the whole process was kind of happening during that time. And it was the first time that Tim wasn't in Chicago in like oh, the, long, right. the longest, you know, we were kind of there. For the combine. Yeah, for the combine, yeah. And it was all just kind of happening. And we were all there, you know, watching those guys. And, you know, it's kind of weird not having Tim because of, you know, if he stays, you know, he didn't really see those guys compete. I mean, of course, he right. saw them throughout the year. Sure. But, you know, it's still kind of a little different. Like, he's not in the room for the interviews and all that. Yeah. So we kind of have to, you know, download all, all the information and make sure, you know, Tim is aware. Um, so it was, it was a little strange from, yeah, from like a logistical perspective, the fact that he wasn't at the combine. But also it was just, you know, philosophically, it was, it was uh, it's like, man, like – Wow, he actually might go. Right, you right. know, they're all it, it's just, a realization. Of, a okay, realization, of, yeah. And I mean, of course, we couldn't be happier for him. I mean, he's, you know, he's he's going to do amazing things in Minnesota. I mean, hopefully, you know, when we play him, you know, hopefully, it's it's going to be a lot of, you know, a lot of yeah. competitiveness going on. But I mean, you know, we couldn't be happier for him. But it was all a bit surreal uh, because he's he, he was my you know only boss that I've ever had in the NBA. Um, so, you know, a lot of my philosophies and everything, you know, I think about when I, when I think about basketball was basically through, you know, I, I got it from Tim. Right. Um, and, you know, and, and Cal joined, what was it? Four or five years ago now. Right. Um, and Cal and I are, you know, we were immediately, you know, uh, you know, thick as thieves, you know, yeah, hit it off right away. Immediately. Um, you know, we were two peas in the pod. Some people even, you know, used to think that, I mean, all the time because like we think very, very similarly. Uh, but you know, with Tim leaving, it's just kind of like. Again, it was it was so strange for all of us, but now we're kind of finding our own niche, you right. know, finding our own voice, which is has been fantastic to see. And you guys will see all the front office guys later. Um, it's awesome that you guys are doing it. You know, meeting with yeah. them. Um, I don't know if I just gave something yeah, away. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, it's, all, it's all right. Hey, we, <laughs> we might have live. we might have them. Yeah, we'll do it live. Yeah. We might have some more people on this week. It'll be a yeah, really good weekend. So, and it's great that you guys are doing it because, like, all of them, you know, are going to be finding their own voice as well. Right. Um, and we will encourage that. And yeah, right. it's going to be great. Kind of like. Yeah. It, we love Tim, but it's going to be fun to kind of figure out who we are as basketball executives ourselves. Yeah, well, it seemed like like there was a lot of shock value to Tim leaving just because he had been here for so long, like yeah. you said, and he was just – he was so instrumental to what the Nuggets were. Right. But, I'm, I mean, my sense was like when he left, there was a lot of confidence from you guys being like, all right, we're good. Like we got Cal. Like, we got a great staff. Like we're good. We, we have a lot of confidence that we can keep this going. That's sure. what I sense, at least. And, and, and part of that was obviously, you know, the fact that Tim did build a machine that was kind of right. you know, self-sustaining. Yep. Right. Yep, I mean, right. you know, even, you know, when, when, when Tim left, it's not like, you know, Snake's head was cut off. It's just right. like, hey, you know, he built, a, a, you know, a, a philosophy. He built a certain type of way we do things. And, you know, Cal obviously has, you know, a very, you know, he's, he's the number one now. And, you right. know, it's not, not everything is the same as it was when Tim was here. You know, Cal has his own voice, his own vision. Uh, but, you know, a lot of the stuff that's kind of like, you know, on a periphery, um, the way we conduct ourselves, the way we, you know, talk to you guys, you know, right. you know how we are, you know, in, in the office, all of that is still very much in place uh, from, from uh, 
you know, Tim's time here. And tell me about Calvin now. I mean, we've obviously gotten to know him a little bit over the last couple of years. I think even a lot more over the last couple of weeks. Um, what's his? What would you say is some of his defining traits and style of leadership and, and, and some of those characteristics? Sure, sure. Um, hey, it's funny. It's hard for me to even say. I mean, he's one of my closest friends. Um, you yeah. know, I can sometimes I even forget that he's you know kind of like my boss because sure. we were so close with him. You know, um, hey, you guys probably feel the same yeah, way, right? It's the yeah. same. It's <laughs> so uh, similar, yeah. man. It's yeah. so crazy. No, but you know, Cal and I talk almost every day. I mean, sometimes you know, I get a call and my wife is like, "Up, oh, you know, there's your, here's your, you know, your, your other family member calling. <laughs> yeah, he's right. your work husband. He's, <laughs> it's my work, work. Yeah, you know, he's like a big brother to me, obviously. Yeah. But you know, the fact that he's uh, he played in the league. Here's here's the thing. I think here's what, where where we actually are similar. I mean, on the surface, we're not. I'm from Lithuania. You know, like he's you know from Columbus, Ohio. Like we're not similar people. But kind of the way we got to where we where we got was basically by by scrapping, you know, by scraping and clawing and getting to a point where, you know, we, we both kind of achieved something through our hard work. Mm. You know, Cal was never, you know, the, the highest recruit out of high school. I mean, he, he redshirted at Penn State. And then at some right. point, like, he had people telling him he's not going to play in the league. And he ended up playing in the league for 10 years. Right. You know, myself, as well, I mean, I, you know, I was an okay basketball player, but I mean, I'm coming from, from Lithuania, you know, um, you know, just living with my mom and all of a sudden, you know, going through you know, I had to work really hard to get to a certain point in my life. So I feel like, you know, both, both, you know, him and I are, are just fighters. Um, and that's what kind of, that's what kind of, you know, unites us. You know, we have this bond where we're like, Hey, you know, we're not, we're not lazy when it comes to anything. Right. Um, so that's kind of one, one thing that, you know, that's why I think we get along is because we know the, the value of hard work and we can, we kind of know we have a similar philosophy about basketball, which really helps. Uh, but there's, you know, enough disagreement to make it fun. Uh, but it's not, you know, uh, uh, him and I kind of think about things very, very similarly. Um, and I think the front office that we have, you know, it, it, it helps us, you know, all those guys help us, you know, think about basketball in, in so many different ways. We have very different voices in there, which is great. I think one of my reads on Calvin too, he seems very clear minded and direct. Like sometimes yeah. talking to him, like it doesn't take long to get to the point. You know what I'm, what I'm just, sure. I almost just feel like, okay, like, man, we really took the fewest steps to get all the information that, or something. You know what I mean? Cal. That's Cal. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he, You'll know exactly where you stand with Cal, right, um, right. And, and which which I love. I mean, he has a vision, um, and, and that vision is you know is, is very direct. We need to win a championship. You right. know, let's do everything we can. You know, without trying to take any any detours or, or you know like early exits. Let's let's actually get there as fast as we can. Um, that determination, you know, that conviction is really helping us shape how we think about you know building this team. I I, felt, I was gonna say I felt like that manifested even in just. Looking at the list for some of these, the workout groups. Yeah, right? it was just like there is a plan or a vision, oh, as yeah. you said, and it's yeah. very clear. It, it's fantastic. Honestly, like, it, it's fantastic because like yeah, we just kind of we're all behind this, you know, this you know vision that Cal has, um, and it's it's awesome because it's it's easy. Like we know what we need to do. You right. know, right. we know we need to build um, toughness and defensive mentality and uh, that type of that type of roster behind Nicola. We know right. that we have to do that. You know. Before that, you know, we may have, you know, we may have, you know, taken a guy who doesn't necessarily fit the philosophy all the way. Good mm -hmm. player, but let's say, you know, is just not somebody that, that we necessarily uh, needed from a philosophical standpoint. Now we're like, hey, we're doing exactly what we need to do to make Nikola Jokic's life easier and <laughs> to win a lot of games. Um, so th there's there's no question, you know, what, what what we need to do. We're like we're like this, which right. is fantastic. How much is that? Is do you feel, you know, Nikola's in the seventh or eighth season? I, I I don't I don't know what the upcoming one will be, but you've gotten a long look at it. And then the con on the other side of that is, it, we really haven't seen Michael Porter or Jamal Murray with with you because they just haven't been healthy for sure, the last sure. couple of years. Aaron Gordon we came over. It looked like Nuggets were going to win a title. Lasted five five days or yeah. something like that. 
But how much do you feel like, no, we actually know, even despite that, we feel like we have a crystal clear vision of what's needed, exactly what it is that the next step needs to be. I think we're there. Um, and, you know, Cal, Cal has that vision. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we talk about it all the time, but I mean, I, you know, we believe in, in, in Cal's vision in that regard. Yeah. Um, I think Cal does know because, first of all, Cal played in the league, which really helps. Um, I think he's a brilliant basketball mind. Uh, we're all there to help him with all this other, all, all this other stuff. But I mean, when right. it comes to talent evaluation, when it comes to seeing a player saying, "Hey, that guy's going to be good," I haven't met anybody like Cal. Um, mm. I mean, he, you know, he. Some of the guys, not allowed to talk about other guys in the league, but I mean, like, if he, you want to, though, I know, yeah. <laughs> but he nailed some of them, like you know, even when they were, you know, kind of behind the scenes or you know, not playing too much in college. They're like, that guy's going to be good. He saw it early. Yeah. And we're like, you're like, really? All right, cool. Yeah. I guess, I guess. Um, and then all of a sudden, that guy ends up being a seventh pick next year, you know, or something right, like that, you know? right. or sixth pick or eighth pick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Don't be looking for seven picks now. All of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, you, know you could I mean? probably apply that line of thinking to the guy you took thirtieth overall this year. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You can see that. Yeah. I think let's get to that on the other side. Why don't we hit our first break, and on the other nice. side, we can start to get into some of this uh, that happened this off season and kind of some of the thoughts behind it. And sure. Preparing for summer league, what we should we're be looking for. We're not going to have Tommy do the reads. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do a read for DraftKings? I don't think you might I not be allowed to. There's almost no oh, yeah. That might not be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Colorado sports fans, your home for Denver sports coverage is partnering with a leader in sports merchandise and collectibles. DNVR has teamed up with FOCO to secure your access to the best collectibles and gear around they- whether it's they got a great Jokic. They've also got like all the great Stanley Cup ones. They had these mm. things ready made already. Like just, I guess they were like us. They knew the Abs were going to win. They had all these cool Abs bobbleheads made. So, yeah, yeah. Pick them up. They're awesome. Also use promo code DNVR. Uh, as I will get to in the read, uh, <laughs> Broncos, Nuggets, Abs, Rockies, Buffs, Rapids. Foco has Every everything. Uh, something for you. Something for a loved one. Looking to get a gift for a diehard sports fan. They have officially licensed gear for men, women, and kids. Everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. One-stop shop for everything. Uh, head on over to foco.com or click the link in the YouTube description for non-presale items. Use the code DNVR. Get 10% off your order. Love it. Uh, also at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Oh, we're betting on Summer League, You baby. can bet I can't on Summer wait. League. Oh, nice. I can't yeah. wait. I've already thrown a bet down. I know Superstar Dev's thrown You've, like already, thrown, you've already thrown one down? Oh, yeah. You don't yeah. even want to like wait to tonight's see the latest game, tonight's news. games or our games or tonight's no, games? No, I put some money down on a team to win the Summer League championship. <laughs> yeah. It has to be us. The dumbest bet yeah. there is. <laughs> it's not. It's not you guys. It's not us. No, man, we're lifting yeah. that trophy. We're lifting that trophy. We'll yeah. <laughs> Easily the dumbest bet you could make. Oh, it's, it's a terrible bet. <laughs> of course. Oh, that's, that's what makes it. It's fun. an awful bet. People yeah. in Vegas shake their head at that bet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's a bad bet, but I made it. Uh, the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook. I love it. Especially this summer. There's tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. You can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't win, you get another shot to cash in. Uh, so make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Make your first deposit. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I love that. It'll be in the description here. All right, we are back. Second segment here with Assistant General Manager of the Denver Nuggets, Tommy Balchettis, a.k.a. Tommy Bracelets. Before we get into the specifics. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. It never gets old, and I absolutely love it. It doesn't get old to me. I think it's actually so great. Um one question before we get into the specifics here that I had just – this is a basketball nerd question here, but 
I feel like there's, you know, the Nuggets are a unique team. There's a couple unique teams. Minnesota's a unique team now. They've got a very they unique are. team. Golden State's a unique team. Sure. Is it possible in the NBA now to build a team that can beat everyone? Like, part of me wonders if there's so many. How do you beat? A, how do you build a team that beats Minnesota, Phoenix, and Golden State? Like, it, it, you almost need different skill sets for everything. Yeah. Oh man. No, you're right. You're right. I, I, I don't think you can. Yeah. I don't think you can. I mean, you know, I know some teams, you know, for example, are loading up to be able to play against Nikola Jokic. Right. right? Teams right. do that. Right. But, you know, if you do that, then you're not, you're probably not beating Golden State. Right. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you have to choose, you know, what's you know, it's the best path. Because, I mean, we, we beat Golden State 3-1 three, three to one last, year, last right. year, didn't we, during the regular right. season? Right. Not to say that we're a better team right. because right. we lost. Sure. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, it's just, I don't think you can, you can beat anybody, like, everybody. Is right. there, at time, more value in focusing on what you do well as a team? Can you yeah. get caught up in trying to keep up with the league? For sure. No, it's a good point. I mean, you know, you say like, hey, I don't care what anybody else is doing. You know, we know what we're doing, what our identity is. In my opinion, that's probably the best way to do it anyway. Yeah. You kind of, you kind of just don't worry about anybody else and, and don't try to match up. Um, let's um let's get into this here now with some of the guys you picked here. Christian Brown, um, you know, what can you tell us about him? What was it like, the process scouting him? Um, and, and just, yeah, what, what should we expect from him even this week in Summer League? Sure. Uh, no, I, mean, I, th- I think the Denver Nuggets fans will immediate, immediately embrace this guy. I mean, and I'm sure, I'm sure you guys have seen him already. I mean, you've seen highlights and all that. I mean, that's, you know, talk about a fighter, a tough, tough, tough kid, you know, who is just probably the, one of the most competitive people I've been around. Yeah. And I've been around some NBA players for the last nine years. Um, and, and some that damn is, good ones, too. Some, exactly. Um, that kid is as competitive as it, as it gets, uh, which is – it was just immediately – first thing that kind of, you know, stood, stood out about him. Um, you know, he, he defends everybody. Um, he played multiple positions uh, growing up, you know, in high school and in Kansas. I think he won three state championships in, 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 in high school. Is that school. right? He I, won I, sophomore, junior, senior year. He won state championships. And then he won one at this? Kansas. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, you should read the yeah, DNVR.com. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely yeah, wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I remember that that was the case. I mean, yeah, I think he told us. But, I mean, it's just, you know, you know, we, we had dinner with him. And, you know, we, we obviously hung out quite a bit with him just, you know, during this process here. Um you know, the, the determination on that kid. I mean, again, I've never seen something like that. I mean, kids are kids, right? They come right. in, they're like, hey, man, oh, man, you know, eyes are big. Like, hey, man, it's the NBA, man. Yeah. Like, he, yes, none of that. He is ready to just go out there and, you know, Interesting. And, yeah, bite somebody's head off, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's how he is. I think he's going to be the type of guy that Nuggets fans are going to love and every single team that has to go up against him is going to hate him. He's yes. going to be one of those guys. With a caveat that he does not play dirty. He is not that right. guy. Right, 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 right. They might respect him because he plays so hard. Yeah, um, right. So that, that's one thing. I mean, he'll, he'll never do any, anything dirty because he's trying to win the right way. Yeah. Uh, but it'll, it will probably get to that territory like, man, you know, I hate that guy, but I, love, I want him on my team. Exactly. Um, so it's funny because a lot of the guys that do play that you're talking about do have a little dirty in them. Right, like, right. Most of those guys and do. And he, he, yeah, he absolutely does not. I mean, yeah. he plays the right way. Um, he was raised the right way. You know, great band. Um, yeah. uh, just, I mean, he's just—he's a winner. I mean, for lack of a better word, I mean, we we need dudes who have been there, right. who've done it, who knows what it takes. And I mean, that 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 guy—he absolutely does know what it takes. I wanted to pull on the thread. I know we're going to stay on Brown, but you talked about the process of getting to know him a bit, mm-hmm. and how to what extent is that happening? How important is that in the process beyond just the workouts, but trying to get a read on, on who this young man is? Sure. Uh, no, it, it is important. It is, I mean, basketball, of course, is important, but at the, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, digging into his background, you know, knowing that he, he won so many games um, and kind of like how he became, he, was, he wasn't, you know, uh, let's say a great player, you know, his freshman year, all of a sudden, you know, he's starting and, and not coming out in the championship game. 
Um, all that stuff matters. Um, it shows resilience. It shows, you know, how you battle adversity. Like all that stuff ends up mattering a lot. Um, and once you kind of start building the profile, you know, then you're like, wow, man, this kid doesn't have too many holes. You know, the, the cool thing about him is um, you can really put him anywhere on the court. Um, and you guys will see it in summer league. But obviously when he plays, you know, with the main team, um, you know, he played on the ball in high school. Then he played the four in Kansas. I mean, he's, he really <laughs> has done everything. Yeah. Um, you know, we see him as a big guard, which is, which is great. But I mean, at the same time, you can use him in so many different ways. The, the cool thing about him, he just wants to hoop. He just wants to shut guys down. He just wants to win games. Um, at the end of the day, that's kind of like, it's all you're that's asking awesome. from them, right? Um, no, but you guys will absolutely love him. I, I can't wait for him to, you know, to be on full display. You almost just skimmed right past the 40 minutes in the national title game because that game, I'm not a big college basketball guy, but I sure. watched the tournament obsessively. That game was a war of attrition. Oh, yeah. Like that was, you know, North Carolina only went to like seven. I don't know what the rotation was, but it was really thin. Yeah. And I thought the story was they got tired. And the fact that he played the entire game and you talked about at a certain point, it just became, okay, everybody's tired. Let's right. see who can who can perform the best when fully exhausted. Yeah. And was, that was not just a little – that was a big comeback win. Absolutely was. Absolutely was. I mean, so – and again, it was adversity within adversity, right? right. I mean, they were down 15, I think. Yeah, right? it was a lot. And, you know, even he, when he was talking about the game, he was like, oh, man, you know, like I had 12 points. I don't really care. But, like, I had 12 rebounds and I shut dudes down. Yeah. Um, it's true. Yeah. And that, that's, that's what it took to win and he did it. You know, yeah. absolutely love it. I mean – I don't know, you know, what his points per game are going to be. Not that I, I completely don't care, but I know he's going to be one of those guys where he's, when he's out there, um, it's going to be a positive impact no matter what. Um, and I just can't wait for that. Yeah. What about these? I love this because a lot of the stuff you're talking about is character. I believe in this, by the way, the idea of like you look at a player and have they succeeded at their various levels. You can overstate it, but a guy wins three titles and then wins a national title. I'm just like, there's something there. It matters. There's matters. There's, there's something there. But when you're interviewing him, like, how do you find this out? You only get so much time with them. I know you have scouts. I know you have different people sure. at Intel. But when you're talking to a guy, what is it you're, you're talking – how, how do you get a read on a player? Um, is it I, obvious sometimes? It's, it probably is. You okay. know, like you talk, to, you, you talk to people all the time. Yeah. You, you know it's kind of full of it and who's, who's real, right? Um, you know, we've done many of these interviews at, that, you know, at this point. And we've had, you know, it's a crazy story. We had, you know, somebody once told us, you know, that they – bowled a, a perfect game twice <laughs> right uh, they told us that we're like all right so statistically I'm i think it's to extremely think unlikely yeah. right i mean yeah. we're talking about like percentage points of percentage points what like, what what was the question that elicited that response <laughs> it was basically something about like what do you like to do for fun and oh, okay. i said i like i like bowling we're like oh yeah what's your best score and he's like okay. oh yeah for you know perfect perfect score wow. twice and we're like, that is impossible, <laughs> right? You're li you're lying. You're essentially face. lying. Like, lying. why would you lie? You know, even if you say perfect game once, you're like, oh, that's kind of crazy. But yeah, maybe, yeah, right? Maybe twice. So, anyways, that's that guy is no longer thing. in the league. He was in the league for like a one or two years, and he was done. But he's bold. Little things you can kind of tell. Like that, that yeah. guy is clearly, you know, that's so kids that's aspiring funny. hoopers leave the bowling stories at home. <laughs> Man, <laughs> or just don't lie. Just know? don't lie because they know. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can lie a little bit, so you know, to, to impress us. But yeah, this, this bold egregious lies. We probably should. should this is keep the chat home. says. Was that Adam who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> Adam told some egregious lies on this show. <laughs> that may or may not have happened. Yeah, yeah no, but yeah, you, you can. You know, long story short, like you can tell who's who's real and who's kind of like who, who gets it. Um, you, you immediately can feel the vibe. Like, all right, that that kid clearly right. knows what it, what, it, what it takes. Along those lines, we're going back in time a little bit, but I know Bones Highland made an impression in his sort of interview process he here. He absolutely uh, did. Rapping, I know, like just just freestyling or, sure. or right, right off right off this or that. I mean, he's a guy like you're talking about. If if Bones told me he 
bold of perfect game, I'd be like, yeah, maybe he did. <laughs> he <laughs> might have. <laughs> he actually won one of the people who actually might have done it. Uh, uh, no, Bones was fantastic in his interview. I mean, we loved him. We talked about it, you know, forever after, after the interviews were did done. He, the rap, he really rapped? He did. He, he rapped he, the he song about a, Kobe Bryant, Yeah, right? he, he, yeah he I wrote, know the song. He wrote a song and, you know, he did it, you know, he did it for us and we were like, wow, I mean, first of all, the courage to do that, yeah. you know, with a bunch of adults in the room, Yeah, that, that, that takes, you know, some, some, yeah. some bravery, let's say that. He, he's not somebody that's ever struck me as a guy who's a <laughs> <laughs> not who's like afraid of the moment or no, no, no. afraid of the bright lights. No, but now we know that about him now. Yeah, yeah, right. Back That's in the day, right. we didn't. Right? Right, right, we were just right, like, sure. all right, Bones Highland is here. You know, we just kind of try to get to know him. And he did that. We're like, all right, this kid is. I think we know him now. Yeah, yeah we, we know him. Absolutely. He's such a great person. Oh, yeah. Man. Um, let's go to Peyton Watson. I'm so curious about him. I mean, he's the most interesting one. He's a unique prospect. Yeah. Um, you know, what was the evaluation process like with him? And, and what can you tell us about him as a player? Sure. Um, you know, long uh he's he's yeah, i think he's six nine he's he's a he's a true small forward in the league you kind of you know you don't you don't want to pigeonhole guys you know these days right I mean, again everybody can play many positions but i mean to have somebody who is who looks like that um right. who defends like that right. it's extremely rare to find those guys in the draft and even if you do it takes a little while to develop them in the right way because they're going to be raw in some ways um and you know once you actually get them into your system you develop them you are not. You won't be able to trade him anymore. I mean, essentially, like teams will want that player, and you won't be able to get him. Right. I mean, right, think about right, some right, of the guys right, right now in the league. You know, yeah. who you know who kind of came in and like, all right, he's like, yeah. you can't say it, but Herb Jones or some of these guys that are like some still, players, still you know, good. yeah, in, in, of that ilk. Yeah, essentially, you can't you can't get them anymore. They're on rookie scale deals or the minimum deals, and you cannot obtain them because sure. they're they're that important. So sometimes you got to take a little bit of a leap of faith. And you know, all credit to Cal with Peyton. I mean. You know, it took us a little while to kind of see it because, well, you know, you look at the analytics, you're like, right. man, you know, yeah. hard, right? I mean, it's not yeah. easy, sure. uh, but, you know, but that, that's, you know, that's where Cal kind of, I mean, he has, you know, his basketball mind. He saw, he saw Peyton play um, and he, you know, we, we started watching a lot more, a lot more and we kind of got onto Cal's vision as well. We're like, man, first of all, the one thing that he does, he can do it tomorrow. He can defend. Right. Um, you think he can defend at the, the NBA level absolutely tomorrow? Absolutely do. I absolutely do. Now he needs to get stronger. That's why we have the off season. And you know, at some point he will get there. It's you know, Felipe is the best in the world in you know doing that. Um, but essentially, once he gets just a tad stronger, he can do it right now. But once he gets stronger, he's going to be an elite, elite defender. Wow, an All NBA type of defender. Does uh, having yeah. a G League team make a, taking a guy like that easier? Does that factor sure, in at all? Sure, it, it makes it, it sure, sure. You know, it makes it easier because he'll he'll have you know actual game reps, which is fantastic. Sure. I mean, we, we used other teams before before we had a G League right. team, but you know, our G League team that you know did a fantastic job last year. You know, you think about guys like Davon and you know the guys who actually ended up being called up like Stauskas and all those guys. Right. I mean, you know, our, our G League team. Uh, the, the staff, you know, they did a fantastic job. So now, you know, if Baden's there, let's say, um, he's going to be with the main team quite a bit. But, I mean, if he's there, he's actually going to be playing games. Um, you know, he'll refine his offensive game, I think, somewhat easily. I mean, he did that back in high school. He has it. Right. You know, he wasn't able to show it at UCLA. What he was able to show was his defense, and he can, he can lean on that right now. But once he actually gets in the gym and, you know, starts making those threes a little more consistently, starts finishing more consistently, all of a sudden is going to be a guy where, you know, how did that guy, you know, get past 29 picks, right? I mean, he's going to be a guy where we believe that he's going to be a huge piece, of, you know, in, in our future. And he can, he, again, he can already do something that we really need. Um, and once he gets that offensive game, um, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Wow. So with, with Summer League now, you know, what it, 
for, for fans, for analysts, for us, what's important to evaluate here? Because I know you can overanalyze things, you sure, can underanalyze sure. them. What, what, what do you think people should be looking for when you watch these guys play in Summer League? Uh, specifically Peyton or, or, or anybody? I would say Peyton and, and Christian first and foremost, but maybe even sure. more broadly. Um, I, I think one one thing that you know fans probably shouldn't do is you know they shouldn't uh, jump into any conclusions you know based sure. on something. Nobody would ever do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they play play well, like oh my god, if they play poorly, like man, no, it's it, here's the thing. I mean, it, I think with summer league, I mean, we're going to be trying them out in various different scenarios, which right. probably they won't. End Some up, they'll succeed in. Yeah, exactly. But you know, like one thing, I mean. In my opinion, I mean, what what kind of gets you know me excited about our summer league team when every single person, I think one through sixteen, can really defend, mm. can really defend, and we we try to put together a team like that because we're trying to become that with our, with our main team. Right. Um, let's try to you know get our summer league team kind of there, have our our pigs do that. Also, you know, look for some you know exhibit tens in two ways who are also kind of you know in that mold as well. Yeah. Um, so we, we're just honestly. Listen, you can sometimes you can go, you know, all the way to the other, you know, end. I mean, we were a good offensive team. We can go all the way to the other end. And the thing is, no matter how good defensively we're going to get, we're not going to get much worse offensively, in my opinion. Right. You can put, you know, four total non-offensive players but great defenders on Nicola. I think we'll still be 15th offensively. Right, right. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So let's just get as good as we can defensively. And again, that's what I want to see with, with our picks and some of the other guys on the team. Back with San Antonio in the Tim Duncan era, Greg Popovich era, and even now with Golden State, I feel like sometimes when you have a great leader, Duncan, Steph Curry, mm-hmm. and you have a great system, like a, a, a real basketball system where everybody gets to do some things, not just stay on the corner, I almost feel like that is, you know, that 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 helps young players develop. And I wonder, sure. do you think there's something similar there with Jokic where you don't have to be a great one-on-one creator, you have to be this or that. If you can learn the game, you can find the angles where where you can really shine. Do you feel like there's a similarity there? Fantastic, I, great point. I mean, honestly, because like honestly, because when we, let's say when we pick certain guys in the draft or we're looking for guys to add, I mean, everybody who we drafted or added um, to our team, I don't necessarily think that you know they're they're hoopers in you know the most uh, traditional sense, right? I mean, I can't believe we got here. <laughs> the hoopers Hooper are best basketball, basketball players. It's a oh, big yeah. internal debate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but but that's I, I think those guys, everybody who we added, they really fit the you know, lack of a better term, Jokic ball. Right. Sure. Right. right. They defend. I think that's a great term. It is a great term. <laughs> yeah. and, but, you know, that's that's basically what it is. I mean, that's what, that's what we're trying to do. I mean, we have the best player in the league two years in a row. Um, you know, I think lowering the usage, uh, we talked about this in the you know, front office all the time. Myself and Cal talk about it all the time. Lowering the usage of guys who are, uh, you know, I don't even know exactly how to how to. But we we need to hire make make the usage higher for Nicole and Jamal. Right. And obviously, you know, in AG and 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 Mike, they're such good players as well. But let's say you know we we you know make the usage higher for Nicola and everybody else. Their shots are going to be easier. Everything right. is just going to be flowing better. That's right. I think offensively. I mean, that's probably what we need to do. But again, on the other end, we just need to make sure that nobody gets to Nicola, even though he's an average defender. We just want to make sure that you know he right. doesn't have to deal with all of that. Right. right. So again, Jokic ball. I mean, we're trying to build pieces around him to make sure the team functions the best way it can. Right. Is there any specific one thing you would say with Peyton specifically that you're like, if I see that at summer league, it'll be like you'll you'll be do the quiet fist bump in your chair or something like that. Specific. Christian too, maybe too. Oh, I mean, for sure. For both those guys. It's- Specifically with those guys, uh, I mean, cop out answer, but I mean, you know, d- defensively, I just wanted yeah. to shut shut guys down completely. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah. Really, I mean that's that's what I'm looking for. You know, first and foremost, I mean, offensively they'll get there. And Christian's a little further along. You know, they've been yeah. beaten, and that's okay because Christian played, played you know in college for several years. Yeah. However, yeah, but I, mean, I think that's one thing. I mean, I'm I'm not really fretting about their offense at all. I mean, as long as those guys, I can see how they can switch one through four, one through five sometimes, and maybe even yeah. I know Baden can do it. Yeah. Um, that's when I'm going to be you know doing the fist fist bump. That's awesome. Um, I want to talk real quickly about Ishmael Kamagate. Mm-hmm. Um, he's such an interesting one as well. Give us maybe a quick scouting report on him, and and you guys, you know, ended up buying a pick to be able to 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 get him. What what, what should Nuggets fans expect from him? Traded a pick. Traded a pick. Sorry. Traded yeah. yeah. A pick well, bought bought it. Bought with, it basically with, 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 the, with the future. Are picture. you arguing with the assistant? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 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 we traded for it. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. No. No money was exchanged. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, I, I'm a big Ishmael Kamagata fan, and, you know, a bunch of guys in the front office are the same way. Um, you know, with him, the fact that, you know, he started playing basketball just a little later in life. Um, and, you know, it's funny because we were talking to him when he first joined the Paris team, you know, just the one that he, that he played on the most recently. Um, he was almost like a practice body. I mean, mm-hmm. they had Kylo Quinn. They had all these other guys. He was um, a soccer goalie growing up, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. That's, that's, yeah. that's a good. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> Wind knows all this stuff. No, it's <laughs> awesome. like a Rolodex of the But there you go. You know, reaction time and all this. I mean, yeah. he basically joined that team to be a practice body, and lo and behold, towards the end of the year, he's playing you know twenty five plus minutes a game, and he became you know the defensive player of the year. I mean, he's basically like he, he is a mold of clay right now, where you really just don't know what you're going to get with him. But one thing that you know you're going to get from him is defensive intensity and defensive ability. I mean, when he was here, you know, when he was in Denver, not here in Vegas, when he was in Denver, uh, he was guarding literally one through five capably. Mm. I, I I knew he was a good defensive player, but he, when, he, when he was there, he was he was just on guys completely, like just, just sliding his feet. I'm like, that guy is a monster defensively. Wow. You start thinking about guys like, you know, like, like Sergi Bacas and, you know, the Giannis's of the world, like you know, guys who, in, you know, in, in their prime who can, who can guard all those guys and, he almost, you can almost squint a little bit. You can see that. Yeah. Um, so we were, you know, very high on him. And when he started dropping, we kind of pounced on it and, you know, couldn't be happier that we have him in our system now. Yeah, that's really interesting. Why don't we hit another break? I want to get into the Summer League roster. We're here at Summer League. So we're going to talk about some of these other guys, get you a little excited for what we're going to be watching tomorrow night as the Nuggets take on the Timberwolves. When take us to break. All right, guys. The American Raptors, they are a rugby team in Denver. They play at Infinity Park. They're Rugby Town USA's newest rugby team. They have a roster. You might find this interesting, Tommy. The American Raptors have a roster of players that come from backgrounds in football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, soccer, and they put them together on this rugby team. It's pretty interesting, actually. Yeah, actually, it is. Actually, we have to ask, who would be the best rugby player on the Nuggets roster? Right now? Oh, uh, John Wallace. <laughs> in, in the front office i like it he actually yeah. you know he's right he's like yeah, he's, he's yeah. big strong, strong. Yeah, yeah he's a boy Quick. yeah it'd be him or i mean Darrell arthur is technically kind of in yeah. the front office but he's you know yeah. big and strong we saw that dunk from Darrell arthur the other day man shut down the gym man can still play i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> i love da yeah uh, yeah the Mer- the american raptors they play at infinity park their games are free go to americanraptors.com uh to grab those tickets also our next partner here, they have a product that I use literally every day. It's Athletic Greens. I started taking Athletic Greens because I just wanted more energy in my daily life. I wanted an optimized immune system, and I hated taking pills and vitamins. Athletic Greens, one delicious scoop of it, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It works with any diet if you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. Athletic Greens is good with that. 
Time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition heading into flu and cold season. Athletic Greens, one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com nuggets to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Fun fact, I checked my bag on this trip so I could bring my Athletic Greens. <laughs> is that true? Is that yeah, why you real. checked a bag? One, just one scoop real. a day? Yeah. Do you check a bag when you travel on a trip like this? Usually no, but no, this time. Good man. This time, I, this time I did, yeah. This time I yeah, did. This time you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I checked a bag on a trip a while back. Everybody made fun of me for it. Yeah. Like I was like a bad traveler or something. I don't I, get I had it. to pack my tennis racket. That's why. Is that really yeah, what it is? Yeah, How much tennis longer. are you playing out here? Uh, it's 110 degrees outside. <laughs> I know. Well, Cosmo has a, has, has a tennis court, so it's like an early morning activity. Really? Could not be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a bunch of tennis players. So. Tommy's really good who's at the, tennis. Who's I'm the told. second best tennis player in the Nuggets front office? Ben Tenzer. Well, me and Ben have really good battles. Okay. So really? I, yeah, 1A, 1B with Ben Tenzer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jim Klebanoff probably thinks he's, he is, but he's, yeah, he's, no. very, he's, he's no. down in the rankings. You've got an enormous reach advantage on those guys i do yeah i do yeah just they can't lob me they can't lob me <laughs> tiny geeks talk about two it tiny geeks uh let's get into the summer league roster some of the other guys obviously there's colin uh gillespie i think we all know a little bit about his game but do you want to kind of just give us a quick quick overview of what you guys see in him and, sure. and what's exciting about him another winner right i mean yeah. you know played for mm-hmm. a fantastic you know team in college of course uh, you know his coach is you know is very high on him um just you know another guy who came to our gym uh, during the workout and, and didn't lose a single game uh, we had, you know, just guys going three on three. And uh, I think we actually, at some point, we had him, you know, switch jerseys and go to another team, and they kept winning. Yeah, really? Yeah, he's he's that guy. He just he just impacts winning in so many ways. I mean, he's a great shooter, you know, great passer. Again, like one of those assisted turnover type of guys, you know, who's 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 going to be uh, carrying that into the into the professional ranks. Uh, but you know, great, really competitive dude, which which you know I love just kind of you know talking to him. You can kind of feel how competitive he is. Seems like a classic Villanova point guard. Yeah, yeah, which is which is you know it, it's great. a great thing. Yeah, yeah. We, we need those guys. I mean, again, we just try to get as many winners in the, in the building as possible. Yeah. You, so you've said that a few times, and I'm, it's kind of interesting. I mean, you really feel like there's this cumulative effect of having guys that are hyper competitive that it it almost elevates the competition yeah. level. You feel like that's a real thing. I, I really think so. I really think so. And not just competitive, but you know, you you would hope that they have achieved something. Right. Well. right so right. they they've yeah. been they you know they've been in big moments. They've been in big situations, and they're not afraid of that yeah. um that's something that we, we we value because of where our where our team is right now i'm very confident that you, you could put those guys right now on the court with nicola with jamal i mean you know they're they're rookies you can't expect them too much but i mean if they are on the court i don't think they're afraid which is which is right. a huge thing for us and with right. winning there's also just an expectation when you walk in the building sure. that we're supposed to win yeah, you know, like those those guys who have been, they, they were supposed to win at every step along the way, and you know, little things. And they did. Know, yeah, going to bed on time, right? Yeah, right. 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 Little, right. little Mike Mullins talked a lot about things this. like yeah. that. You, you can't teach them everything, right? I mean, you can't tell them everything, but habits. You know, they 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 got to a point where he started where, where they won big games, not by just you know slacking off. I mean, they know what it takes to do that. I mean, they're real pros immediately. You know, once they actually step into our building. Is this a thing you valued ten years ago? Uh, as know, much as you do now, or is this hard to say? I, I think I think you know back ten years ago, you know, we had a very different situation, a very different sure. team. I mean, we just we were just trying to get talent at that point. Um, you know, now now that we do have a lot of talent in the building, now it's just how to make the talent work, and sometimes that means taking things off the mm. team as opposed to you know onto right. the team. Um, you just try to fit those pieces a little better as opposed to just get the best guys in the building. Right. right. 
Um, let's talk about Matt Mitchell. Uh, I know he's another guy. Now we get the one open two-way spot. There's a couple guys maybe on the team here that are vying for it. I know it doesn't have to necessarily go to somebody here, but you know, there's a couple guys here that I think are pretty intriguing. Matt Mitchell's one of the guys I've, I've told everyone to kind of keep an eye on. What do we, what do we know about him? What, do we, what should we be looking for with him? Um, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's an incredible defender. I think he legitimately guards one through five. You know, sometimes people say that, like I've seen right. him do it. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, I've seen him do it. I mean, he's, he's strong. He looks he's, strong. he's a bulldog. I mean, you know, you know, extremely strong. Um, you can't move him. I mean, you know, five try to back him down. They can't do it. You know, guards trying to go past him. They can't do it. Um, it's actually amazing what he does defensively. Um, you know, he had a great year in France. Um, somebody said, you know, was the, he was the best American rookie overseas. Uh, somebody mm, said that one time. Yeah. Um, you know, we had really good ones out there, but I mean, he, his name was, was always at the top of the list. I mean, I know maybe like 14, 14 summer league teams called him trying to get him on, on the team. Uh, but mm. we were lucky. We kind of called him early um, and they committed. Um, and I know, I know he's very happy, you know, being yeah. here, but the fact that, you know, so, so many teams wanted him, which is, it's, it's great for us. Um, again, I, I think, you know, his offensive game is, you know, he's so physical, he can get to, to the rim just at will. I think one thing he knows he needs to work on is just, you know, being able to make that corner three. Sure. Start there first, right? I right. mean, PG Tucker, it took, it took, you know, took him a while to get there, but, you know, he, he finally got there. Um, so, you know, there was no reason why Matt Mitchell cannot get to that same level. Right. Um, I think he can defend in the league tomorrow. Mm. Um, I think he can, you know, play at the rim tomorrow. Uh, but to be able to make that shot, I think that's his next uh, developmental stage. On ball defender, help defender, both? Both, both. Super mm. smart offensively, too. I mean, I think he's a really underrated passer. Um, he just makes everything, you know, he, again, like, you know, we had a, I think the blue team or whatever yeah. it was, you know, and, and just, just now, you know, during the summer league practices, I don't think they lost too many games. I mean, they had Christian, they had, you know, Peyton, they had yeah. uh, Colin, um, you know, Matt was on the team. Um, and Jonte too. I mean that that team that team would just just win all the time. Yeah, uh, talking about a bunch of winners on the team. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Matt was one of those you know glue guys just making things work. Um, I love yeah. watching him play. Yeah. First of all, I actually have to backtrack here. So this is your first year putting the summer league together. This has been your responsibility. Yes, as as always, everything is a yeah, te- yeah, you know sure. teamwork. Of sure. course, I mean you know I, I I was the unfortunate one calling all the agents. <laughs> so yeah. that, that, that was the, yeah, that was that That's was how my, that works. So right. that, that starts the night of the draft, I assume, uh, or soon soon even after. before that. Okay. Even before that, honestly, even during the playoffs. I mean, that's where we yeah. kind of locked some you know some some guys down who are you know internationally. But I mean, right. you know, Raf, you know, Rafal, he he helped quite a bit with the international guys. Detchafall, you guys are going to talk to him. He, yeah. he was awesome with some of the guys that we got into the building as well um so yeah it's 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 a you know it's a team effort uh but again i end up calling those those agents and they're gonna call me and start complaining why their guys are playing. <laughs> yeah, of course <laughs> well tell me how does this work because like <laughs> for the draft we'll scout 20 30 players right i know you guys are scouting maybe 90 players for the draft sure but then in summer league you gotta draft you gotta scout another three four five hundred guys like how do you yeah. how do you assemble this team and how do you have enough information to be like this is a guy for us well, I mean, during the year when we when we, when we scout college or international, we always kind of put in some like great summer league name or something like that. Oh, you know? okay. Like, yeah. Hey, you know, just keep an eye on those guys. Adonis Arms, great summer league name. <laughs> oh yeah, great That's name. Summer period. league name. Just, well, yes, ten out of ten. Name. <laughs> Thankfully, also game. Also, also good player. <laughs> good. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of how we do it. I mean, you know, we have those guys at the back of my mind. I have like a. Like a like an iPhone notes on the, yeah. you know, just a bunch of dudes who you know I was gonna call, you know call right after uh, right after the, the even before the draft but you know yeah. after the season um, yeah that, that's kind of how we do it there's no there's no science behind it we just kind of we try, try to maybe add three or four guys right after the NBA season or even like you know as the NBA season you know yeah. uh, winds down um, and then after that we just try to kind of scour post draft like hey who you know who's still available. Are there bragging rights here? Like, if this team does go all the way to the title, are you gonna? 
Are you gonna put that on your right. desk? And start start this new era, right? Start you know, start the new era, right? You know, yeah. try to actually you know lift the trophy before we lift the big trophy. I like that one. Um, although I think the previous winners have been like Sacramento and and you know it hasn't necessarily translated, but who knows? Oh, he's Chicago over here, yeah, like uh, he still go. got it. He's There's like, yeah, Chicago, absolutely. Chicago absolutely, Bulls, yeah. we did this. Um, all right, another guy. I want to get back into these names. Adonis Arms, another mm-hmm. guy that's really intriguing to me. Um, Wind is reporting that he has a 45-inch vertical. He's I'm not reporting this one. that. <laughs> I'm relaying information that's on the internet. <laughs> well, no, he, he can jump. I don't know if it's 45, but he can definitely that's jump. That's the rumor. That's yeah. the rumor? Yeah, no, he can definitely jump. I mean, Adonis, I mean, yeah, played at Winthrop before and then played at Texas Tech last year. Um, you know, I was, I was kind of like I, – I was a lucky one going to the – I went to the Baylor-Texas Tech game, and Baylor had been undefeated for yeah. a while. Um, and, and, and Adonis had a fantastic game. They actually beat Baylor at Baylor, which was their first loss in I don't know how many, you know, how many games, 40 games or something like that. Um, that, that. Just in general, that Texas Tech team, they guard so well. Yeah, they're, they're known for their They're defense. all 6'4 through 6'9, and yeah. they just guard everybody. Yeah. Um, and that team was awesome. And I was like, oh, that kid Adonis Arms, he had like a 15, 6, and 5 game or something. Like, yeah. wow, he looks like a player. You look at him, you're like, man, you know, yeah. immediately has, you know, the, the, the passes the look test. Um, and then I don't know, just kind of him, his, his agent and I kind of started talking, um, right after the season and we're like, Hey, you know, he'd be, he'd be awesome. So yeah, I mean, he's, he's been impressing everybody in the league. The cool thing about him is that, you know, he's, he played on the ball in, you know, a little bit in college, but also in high school, but he's also, you know, he's six, four, six, five, you know, he's, he, he can slide into the three, can guard everybody really. Um, very athletic. I think he's a very versatile. I, I didn't really quite know how good of a shooter he was. And then he comes to our building for a workout. Makes a ton of shots. We're like, wow, this kid is actually – he looks like an NBA player. Right. He's very intriguing. Um, I mean, he might go through, you know, this, you know, the Grand Rapids gold or, or we'll see what happens with him. But uh, I think this kid has a future. Yeah. He, he's an intriguing one. Do you think he's more of a shooting guard that plays three, like a 2-3 combo naturally? He could be on the ball. I mean, I think legitimately, really? you know, yeah. when we had PJ, I mean, it's, that's right. essentially yeah. like the role. Okay. Um, yeah, interesting. You know, that, that type of player, I mean, yeah. you know, so – and you know, he, and BJ, you know, in in his day as well. I mean, he was extremely, um, extremely athletic before you know all the knee right. stuff. So, but that's basically yeah, Adonis. I mean, he, he's he's very intriguing. A lot of coaches are are, are impressed. Jack White's another guy I've kind of got my eye on. I'm I'm intrigued by him down out of Australia. What's yeah. his, give us the scouting report there. I told Jack, you know, I haven't I haven't met a single Australian guy that I I, didn't, I thought it was a, was an asshole. I mean, he's <laughs> like you know, all those Australian guys are they're, they're just there's something about really? you know, something in the water, man. I mean, the Australians just they're all cool. All do, the Aussies. Do you want to know something crazy? Who our what? second our second so U.S. obviously makes up the number one uh, viewership for us. Yeah. Australia's number two. Really? Yeah, I had a Serbia. Wow. Isn't that a wild Australia so just loves the, the Nuggets. Yeah, Australia Aussies, loves man. the Nuggets, man. Australia I don't know what it is. Here we go. Now, we, you know, we love Australia back right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, I think my wife and I talked about we want to live there at some point. Really? And I, I told yeah. Jack that. He's like, I was like, oh, of course, mate. Like, of course. Just come yeah, through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Jack, Jack, <laughs> Jack, Jack is awesome. I mean, you know, he had a great stint just now with yeah. Australian national team. You know, he killed it over yeah. there. Yep. Um, so he came. He was all jet. Like, he's like. It's funny because like he he landed after 17 hours. He's like, "Hey, mate, can I can I go shoot?" I'm like, "Go to bed. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a practice tomorrow, man. Like, don't go shoot. We'll, yeah. You'll be fine." Um, no, but you know, again, another guy who's so versatile, um, so tough. Um, you know, again, defends everybody. You, you guys sense, sensing a theme there here, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Defends everyone. Um, extremely smart. Extremely tough. Uh, rebounds the ball. Finishes at the rim. Um, again, another guy who probably needs to get a little more 
comfortable shooting the ball, but he, he makes shots in practice. He doesn't really make too many shots in game, and he knows that. And that he knows that's his kind of like his next step. But and one one of those guys where I can just hang with him, you know, have coffee, not beers, just have you know, just, <laughs> sure, just sit sure, and talk. Yeah, just sit and talk to him, you know, you know, all day. Yeah, he's a great, great, great dude and great, great player. Is there a trait that you see in Australian players? I mean, maybe this is painting too with too broad of a brush here, but coming out of the Australian league or playing with a national team, that's kind of like, hey, they all stuff and physical, does. man. Yeah. It just it seems like you know they kind of embrace. Well, that's it. kind of what that league is about. It's, yeah. it's a league that Tory Craig played sure. before he came yeah, to yeah. Denver. Just right? yeah. physicality and toughness. I don't know. All those guys seem to maybe they just brought up you know playing Australian football. I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, something something about that you know that that nation in general. Yeah. They're all just kind of you know tough. It's, all sports, not just basketball. Kellen Grady is another guy here. I yeah. know I've only got two more for you. Kellen Grady, John T. Porter. We'll start Kellen Grady. Kind of give us the overview with him. Sure. I mean, yeah, four years at Davidson, one year at Kentucky. Um, the next Steph Curry got it. The next Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, big guard. You know, six five. I can shoot it too. Oh, absolutely. He was listed six three for some reason, but no, he's actually six five. You know, oh, we, okay. we had a you know, some, really. Yeah, yeah, we had some we had some laughs he about be that. on this team if he was. <laughs> he's, 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 he's yeah, like, I was gonna say. He's, because, like, he's like, why? Yeah. Why am I listed six three? I'm like, you're not six three. We're like sitting. You know, I'm like looking right right in his eyes. I Man, he's, he's six six and six five. Somebody dropped. Yeah, his school, yeah, his school is six five. He's listed six five everywhere. He's like, he's like, my dad texted me like, why am I listed at six three? That's interesting. Um, no, but he's he's a very he's a big guard. He's big and strong, extremely skilled, very offensively versatile. Um, he's just you know he's he is. I mean, he had five year college career, you know, yeah. um, and he was very productive through those all those you know five years. Um, um, Mike Miller is his agent. You know, we know Mike very well. Um, Hell yeah! So that's one thing that we know. I like this guy even more. Now. I like you too, man. <laughs> We're big Mike Miller guys. If I oh. if I was good enough to be an NBA player, even though I was the I've never been, no matter what it was, I'd, yeah, Mike Miller would be my agent. Mike Miller, yeah, we we actually joked just with so Mike. I can hang out with him. We joked with Mike a little bit. I mean, all the guys that came through the you know the the, the workout process and who who were, were working with Mike. All their shots are just amazing. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Mike does, man, but yeah. Mike has like a he has a formula, man. It's like yeah. it's like a Coca Cola formula. Like yeah. he just knows it. And, uh, and Mike laughed. I mean, like everybody came through and like, oh yeah, I work with Mike Miller. Like, all right, you're gonna yeah. shoot the hell out of him. Yeah. It's amazing. So Kellen, obviously, you know, he's he was a good shooter already, but you know, Mike being his agent, I mean, he's uh, Kellen's fantastic, man. Like another just salt of the earth type of individual. He can talk, you know, talk to him about about everything. Um, versatility, offensively, defensively, just, you know, you'll see him again, like, you know, tomorrow, when do we play? Tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you'll see kind of like he does a little bit of everything. I think he might be one of our best shooters on the team. Yeah. Um, great catch and shoot guy. Um, he just, you know, just, just a solid, solid overall skill set. Is shooting a thing now? I mean, it's so important. Is shooting a thing that you have confidence guys kind of add? I mean, you've talked to a couple of these guys mm-hmm. like, hey, is it something you see across the league? Like 24-year-old mediocre shooter? confidence that 26 year old gonna be a pretty good shooter sure if that's a focus if that's a real emphasis if it's a real emphasis for sure i mean you know what happens like you know these guys go from school to you know the nba i mean all of a sudden they have extra nine hours per day um what are they gonna do those five hours gonna go try to try to go shoot not five hours but you know what i mean you know every day they're gonna come in and uh as long as we put them in a very specific kind of you know regimen specific program um, it's hard for them not to become better shooters. Yeah. Almost everybody universally becomes a better shooter in the NBA, yeah. purely because you have more time. Right. <laughs> if a player doesn't, does that say something? Does that say something about like work ethic? Or I mean, it, it could. I mean, I think part of it is innate. Maybe yeah, you're just sure. maybe too skinned to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it depends on the position and all that. I mean, sure. of course. I mean, you're not asking for bigs to do that, all that stuff. But I mean, at the same time. 
I don't know. It, it seems like everybody at least becomes more more capable in some way. But sure, you're right. right. If, if they don't, they're like, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> By the way, Mike Miller, I think, was the first and maybe biggest Nikola Jokic fan. Oh, yeah. yeah that sure. guy was the first. Tyler he was the waver. second person on the bandwagon. Adam Ari. Yeah, <laughs> you, you and Mike. Yeah. He was like, honestly, if you go back and watch 2000, whatever year it was, 15 or 16. 2015. He, he's on the bench. And like. Jokic would do a crazy pass, and he'd be the only one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, did you guys see that? Nobody else saw it. He's like, yeah, he just great. He did this. He's a great talent evaluator, man. Mike Miller. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, he's he's gonna be. A, he's he already is a fantastic agent, but I mean, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna just keep keep uh, advancing it because like yeah. he can really spot talent very well. John mm-hmm. Porter, so we talked to him the other day. I was blown away. I, did, I love that. I love the guy's game. I liked it coming into yep. into the draft and this or that. Obviously, the injuries had derailed him, but kind of you know, where's he at? What's it? What, what are we looking at with him? Oh, I mean, he thinks the game so. Well, I mean, that, yeah. that's that's one thing about him. Um, it's it's almost like having Mini Nicola on our on our yeah. team right now. Um, you know, the way he kind of passes the ball, the way he thinks. Um, I just love it. I, I really love you know how, like cerebral bigs on the court. Yeah. Um, I you know I'm okay sacrificing some inches, you know, or you know maybe yeah. ability to you know to block shots. But if you know if the big is smart, you just open up so many opportunities. I mean, right. so I, I think that, that that's the guy that I mean, we're very excited about the, the fact that he's on our summer league team because he, he is he is going to be playing like Nicola a little right. bit. So for those other guys to play with somebody like that, I think yeah. it's gonna be great. Yeah, I, I love John T. Man, I'm definitely rooting for him. And- we're not like this isn't hyperbole hyperbole talking with the interview that John T. gave at practice <laughs> the, the so other great. day. Uh, t- top. Top summer league moment. In my <laughs> that's, that's Admiral yeah. Schofield tier. Oh, uh, here we go. Honestly, yeah. he falls out the league. I'm, we're going to recruit him for the show. Like, yeah, that, that's sure. how great he was. He, he's on our little notes tab as yeah. you know, pr- pr- perspective <laughs> I guest. I feel like I'm first out in that scenario. So maybe <laughs> no, old, John, but. he's so smart. I mean, he can do front office work. He can do you know media. I mean, yeah, yeah. sky's the limit for yeah. him. You know, if 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 you know if he stays healthy, he can still play. But I mean, if that doesn't work out, then yeah, we'll he get, has a great future. We'll get you out on this. These quick ones here. My, we know Jamal Murray played the other day. Five on five. I think Michael uh, Mike Malone called it the most intense, or what was it? The serious, the most serious five on five yeah. that he's played. Michael Porter, I know, has been around the arena a little bit. Are you, can you give us any little morsels of like just what you saw from those workouts from Jamal, and maybe just what you've seen? Sure. I haven't seen Michael Porter, man. I need to. When I'm, if I see him at the arena, I'm like, hey, can you post a, a workout video or something? <laughs> yeah, and we just we can need our we need a we need mic? a fix. Yeah. We need a little MPJ fix. My mic is shooting the ball better than I've ever seen. So I, be, I believe that. There's that. There's that. I think his shot goes in every time he shoots there's it. That. So. Yeah. Uh, no, with Jamal, I mean, man, he's he's just chomping at the bit to come back and play. Yeah. I mean, he's literally there with some, you know, with the, with the young summer league guys. Right. I mean, he doesn't have to do it, right? right? But I mean, he wants to be out there. And part of it, I mean, it's him growing as a leader as well. I mean, he wants mm-hmm. to be around those young guys. Love to hear that. You know, I mean, he wants to. Yeah, he's not like passing any torches. The guy's sure, young. Sure. He's, you know, sure. what I mean? but he's he's essentially like trying to be like, hey, you know, we're trying to win this thing. Let's, you know, let's kind of let's get you guys into the program early. Um, and it helps when he can just, you know, beat some guys off the dribble and just make right. him, make him look silly. And awesome. he did that many times. It's funny. We were joking about this on a, a show earlier this week. At the end of a practice the other day, he was playing like one-on-one in the post against – With Christian, right? Uh, Christian and Colin. And we were almost talking about it because it's kind of like a rite of passage. Sure. When you come onto the Nuggets, you got to like battle Jamal Murray one-on-one <laughs> because last year – he was doing it against Bones. Yeah. And it's just kind of yeah. like, all right. On like, one leg. Welcome on one leg. Well, welcome to the team. Yeah. yeah. And the funny thing is, like, Jamal, he takes it somewhat seriously, right? He's sure. just kind oh, of yeah. playing around. But, you know, Christian and Colin are like, man, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> yeah, right away. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Tommy, this was a great hour, man. Oh, this Tommy, was a great interview. I got one more for you, dude. I hear the outro music. Go. I've, I've heard you say Nicola a few times. It's, I think it's Nicola. 
Okay, I was like, what's the official internal? Because I it's different for and everyone. And does he care? Does it, he, care? It, he doesn't care. That part. It is Nicola. Yeah. Nicola. That's the real name. It is. But yeah. everybody calls him Nicola. He just kind of like, he's like care. Tommy Bracelets, man. <laughs> Tommy <laughs> Bracelets. <laughs> he just adopted it, man. <laughs> he just adopted it. Well, this was a great hour, great conversation, man. I feel like we all got a little bit better perspective on this summer league team, which is obviously very important, but obviously some of the offseason moves and, and a lot of this stuff. So we appreciate it, thanks, man. man. Oh, it thanks great. for thanks, having man. me, fellas. It's, it's awesome. always fun, man. Always fun. Guys, it's going to be a great weekend this is just the start of it episode number one from the all city content house hit that like button on the way out hit the little subscribe button and the little and the little bell is it the little notification i think it's a bell because i don't know when our next show is but you're not going to want to miss it i know that we'll see you guys then <laughs> bye guys thank you